like books? Well, so do we. So let's talk about them. This is Pages and Pages. Pages and Pages. Welcome to Pages and Pages, where two best friends talk about all things books. That's Sophia. And that's Morgan. Hey, everyone. (laughs) Welcome. Hello. To Pages and Pages. Hi, doing today? Doing great. Good. Excellent. That's great. Anecdotes? Fun stories? No. No. Okay. (laughs) Let's get right into it. Well, let's see. What happened over the weekend? We went. We each went to this event. I think it's so funny because there's like this big like market thing. Mm -hmm. It happens twice a year. On a county fairground. And it's all these lovely vendors and it's it's wonderful. It's a beautiful day. I just think it's funny that you went, I went, and our friend went. But we're in three different groups. <laughs> and, and and we were constantly in three different locations. Yeah. We were never in I the never, same spot at the I same time. I barely saw you. I barely saw her. <laughs> and it's not that big. No. Like, we should be able to find each other. Right. But, I, nope. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I heard later that one of my mortal enemies was there. and <gasps> Or the mother of one of my mortal enemies mm. was there. And I didn't know until, like, we were almost getting ready yeah. to leave. And our other friend's like, hey, I, my mom tried talking to the so-and-so and she brushed my mom off but i was like oh my god what a bitch what a bitch <laughs> what a uh par for the course to be honest mm. so who fucking cares you know <laughs> i mean they're your mortal enemy for a reason exactly and they had to spawn from someone exactly so it makes sense <laughs> it does so <laughs> i just like it when i don't see people i don't like right it feels like it's been a long time since you've recorded because yeah. we recorded a week and a day ago. And a day ago. That day makes a difference. It does. Thank you. I read so... You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Not a lot for You've read so much. I have read so much. Um, but then I also came to a like a halt because I... Me too. I'm currently reading four books at once. Oh my very, gosh. It's very overwhelming. You monster. Yeah. So that's not fun. I'm not enjoying that. No. It's too much. I don't like that. Oh my gosh. I'm a one book at a time kind of person. I'm not, so it's just unfortunate. <sighs> I'm stressed. <laughs> I get it, I get it. And then I got another arc, and I want to read that arc so bad, and so I'm just like, oh my goodness. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I also had a bit of a mental breakdown last week, so oh like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <sighs> so. How, what have you read? Unless you what have anything fun to read? talk about. No, I, I have nothing. I um, have absolutely okay, nothing. Okay, before we get into what I've yeah, been reading. Yeah, so okay. Sophia came in here and she's like, where's your copy of My Roommate is a Vampire? And I was like, one moment, let me go get it for you. And she's got her nose in there, shuffling around. I'm like, what right. are you looking for? So I had to find the acknowledgement. So a little bit of a backstory. I know I've mentioned it before, but I'm part of a Facebook group called Twilight Shitposts. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> uh-huh. even further backstory, is it Twilight Shitposts? I think so. Twilight Shitposts. Twilight Shitposting. It comes up sometimes and I'm like, I should be part of that, but. You should. It's so fun. It's Twilight Shitposting. And so a few days ago I saw... Uh, a picture of this book Mm -hmm. and the acknowledgements on there. Uh, (laughs) Even more backstory, the Twilight fan community, uh, especially on this page, calls themselves, call ourselves, I guess, rats. 
sewer rats. It's a whole thing. It's just, it's it's been explained on there a few times. Uh-huh. Like we're just, yeah, 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 yeah. Little rats. It. Yeah, little yeah. rats. So I like it. In the acknowledgement, in the last paragraph of the acknowledgement for this book, mm-hmm. "My Roommate Is a Vampire" by Jenna Lev- Levine. Uh, It says, finally, I want to give a special thank you to my incredible online writing and fandom community. And then parentheses, it says, you rats know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) You encouraged me to keep going when I first tossed around the idea of this book on social media. You emailed me jokes that had me cackling in public and you laughed at all the right places when this book was nothing but a tweet, string, and a prayer. So... And then it goes on. But so is the author a member of the Twilight I Ship think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I love her. I love that book. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was like dumb but funny. I know. And, and it's just like, like kind of hot in some places. And I'm like, ma'am. Of course she's a Twilight Ship. Of course she's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, we had a whole episode about that book last week. It was gr- last week. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it was great. Uh, we both enjoyed it. We Spoiler had a great time. It was a great time. <laughs> Um, now, did you want to talk about you've been reading or do you want me to? You can go first. Awesome. So I was a reading fiend I last love that. week. I love it. Uh, not a whole lot since then. Sad face. Yeah. I'm actually three books behind schedule. At oh! one point in time, I texted Morgan and I was like, I'm only one book behind schedule. Yeah, that was so exciting. I mean, three books is still perfectly right? fine. Because I read two graphic novels in two days. So that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the size of the book that counts. Right. Um, it's the how you use it. Yeah. What? <laughs> So I, I read uh, volume four of Laura Olympus by Rachel Smythe. Wonderful. So good. An amazing artist. It's such a beautiful story. Uh, it does have some trigger, war- trigger warnings. I think uh, essay and uh, I think there might be. Uh, uh, Are you buffering? Toxic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was buffering. Toxic relationships. Ah, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so absolutely beautiful. Another installment. There's going to be another one coming out, I think, soon as well. This one came out a bit ago. I wonder when she's going to end it. I have Is it no ever going to end? I have no idea. Hmm. But they're beautiful. These full yes, color. gorgeous. Glossy, full color images. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. I love it. And then the other one I read was for Kids Book Club. It was a graphic novel. And and it is called Phoebe and Her Unicorn by Diana Simpson. Cute. And it's a little girl. She's skipping rocks one day. And she skips a rock and she hits a unicorn in the head. And the the unicorn's like, hey, you actually saved my life. I was staring into my reflection too long because I'm too beautiful. (laughs) Now you get one wish. And she's like, cool. I want you to be my best friend. Oh, that's really cute. A super weird kid, so she doesn't have any friends. <laughs> really cute. Um, and so it was super cute. And Aww. yeah, I mean, it's just super fun, and the kids enjoyed it. So that's a really cute concept, right? I was too beautiful. I was looking at myself, and I was just lost. <laughs> and you saved my life. Will you, you be my best my friend? Life? Yes. Aww. Aww. And that's then. So I started reading He Who Drowned the World. This is number two in the Radiant... Sun. Sun. The Radiant uh, Emperor, Emperor. I was, You know what? Series. I was on a roll. I was going to get there eventually. By Shelley Parker Chan. And it is narrated by Natalie Nottis. We love Natalie. It just keeps Sun, though. I was like, Sun. Sun? Sun. You're like, Shut The up. first one is about Sun. <laughs> I don't know, man. 
Uh, that one, it took me too long to read it and it went back. I got it on Libby and I only probably finish it eventually. That sounds really bad, but the culture, I'm not as familiar with it. So a lot of the stuff they talk about, I have no idea what it is or right. what it represents. And so I get super confused. Yeah. So that's okay. on me a hundred percent. I just feel really bad because I'm just like, I don't understand what's going on. Well, it's not like you have to look it up or something. It. Right. Right. And I'm just not, I'm just not as into, yeah. you know, I just haven't learned it yet. Right. And so I think once I learn it better i'll have a better understanding what, of it like where where does it take place um remember? i think like east asian countries okay. kind of uh, i'm thinking like mongol great wall of china era oh. like it's like takes place a long time ago gotcha and it is about a character um her name is hmm. okay Something I'm that... not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to mess it up. I feel really bad. Um, but she, in the first book, basically, it's her, her family is starving. There's a drought. And then I think she makes, like, she prays or she does a certain thing. And then she's the only one who survives and ends up going to a, a monastery or something. And you wait outside their gate. And then uh, until they let you in. And basically she was like the last one standing. And they're like, well, young man, come on in. And she's like, yes, I, I am, am a boy. I totally am a boy. You yes. that right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then she like trains with the monks because mm-hmm. she needed somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. She was starving and everything. And so she took take, took like her brother's name. Um. Oh, because it was a Mulan inspired, wasn't it? Kinda, yeah. Okay. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so she's her. She's, you know, um, presenting as a man, Mm -hmm. um, but the author still calls her she, her. So, but she presents as a man, and and not that she doesn't like it, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. And um, eventually gets married. It's the one that has the fisting in it that everyone was talking about. I don't really remember that part. You think if it was involved, you'd remember? Yeah. Um, it's possible. See, her hand got chopped off. Oh. Um, by someone. So I don't know if that was the fisting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. That sounds really bad. But I don't remember. So I don't know if that was part of it or not. So that would, I mean, still be considered, even if you don't have a fist. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> oh my god, that broke me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm fine. So there's that. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm pull- I'll pull it together. I'm good. Continue. I'm fine. <laughs> I also ha- uh, received an ARC for the book Cleat Cute by Meryl Wilsner. Yay! And it is narrated by Dana Varden and Zim Avaltratis. Avaltratis. It'll be in the description. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the publication date is September 19th. Uh Recording date time, we're not there yet, but of course when this episode is published, this book will already be be out. So this is a book, uh, I'm just going to read the description. Sounds great. Thank you. (laughs) Grace Henderson has been a star of the U.S. Women's National Team for 10 years, even though she's only 26. But when she's sidelined with an injury, a bold new upstart, Phoebe Matthews, takes her spot. 
Phoebe is everything Grace isn't, a gregarious jokester who plays with a joy that Grace lost somewhere along the way. The last thing Grace expects is to become friends with benefits with this class clown she is a rival or she sees as her rival. It's good. That sounds great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I'm like <laughs> I kind of stalled out on it, which is really bad for the book, I guess. Oh, no. For obvious reasons. I'm 71% in mm-hmm. and I'm like now what? Oh no. What happens now? Yeah. I have my theories, but like, I don't know. <laughs> it's gotta happen. It's gotta, it's yeah, got, got it's gotta end. It's, exactly, but you got a lot left. Exactly. So, um, I got that. Hmm. <laughs> like I said, I stalled out because I'm just like, okay, it should okay. be. But maybe we should just end it now. Yeah, Meryl. Meryl. Um, but Meryl also wrote the uh, mistakes were made. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the there was like an age gap. Yeah, mom or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then I also received another arc. And awesome. Also uh, comes out came out September nineteenth. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to read this one too. It's called Every Wish Way by Shannon Bright. Okay. Um. It is raised by a mother whose ironclad motto is men are trash. (laughs) Uh, Isa longs to prove her wrong, ideally with a kind, steady boyfriend who will free her from the exhausting treadmill that is dating. Although she is willing to try almost anything to find love, Mm. accidentally summoning a wish-granting stranger out of thin air was never part of the plan. What? (laughs) Unfortunately, Beckett, her personal wish-granter, isn't exactly the sage and generous uh, being she would expect. Instead, he loves to party, has an (laughs) attitude to spare, and boasts an uncanny ability to point out Issa's worst flaws. Isa? Isa? Mm -hmm. Isa? Uh, decides to use one of her three wishes to create her dream man, a modern Mr. Darcy. If that esteemed gentleman can't impress her overbearing mother, no one can. Using Pride and Prejudice as the handbook to Darcy's heart, Isa plays the part of Elizabeth Bennet and sets out to create her epic love story. Does she fall in love with the genie? (laughs) I don't know! It sounds fun! Adorable. I know. I'm super excited. Have you started it or you just got it? I just got it. But I just wanted to. That sounds so, so cute. Thank you to Neck Alley and the publisher for Lovely. receiving, for giving it gifting to me these thank two you books. so much. I'm super excited. Heck yeah. I love that. Thank you. That's so many books. I know. Oh my God. Look at that. How about you? Um, I read Woke Up Like This by Amy Lee. This was one of the Amazon first, um, if you're a Prime subscriber, you get like a free ebook at the beginning of every month. And this was one of them. Which is fun because I don't get that. Odd. Yeah. I'm assuming it's because it's like a, an Amazon Prime. Yeah, I'm a Prime bitch. Yeah. I don't know, man. Weird. This just came out in September, the beginning of September. Sorry. You're fine. <laughs> I said it last know. week and I forgot to say something. I don't know why. I mean, I just get emails about it sometimes. Hmm. But then I always see it in one of the Facebook groups I'm in and they're like, oh my gosh, what did you guys choose? And I was like, oh shoot, I gotta go look. And then you have to show me. four days later I get the email. Hmm. I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay. Uh, so this was like an early access release just for Amazon Prime members because it was out before 
it was available before it was out. Uh, I'm just gonna read the description because I don't know how to sum it up. Because also I read it a long time ago now. I mean, it was over a week ago, but yeah. my obviously I went through a bit of breakdown, so I don't, I don't remember anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For two high school seniors, it's 17 going on 30 overnight in a magical romantic comedy about growing up too fast and living in the moment. <laughs> Planning the perfect prom is one one last to-do on ultra-organized Charlotte Wu's high school bucket list. So far, so good, if not for a decorating accident that sends Charlotte crash-landing off a ladder face-first into her obnoxiously ripped arch-nemesis <clears throat> J.T. Renner. <laughs> matters. Uh, worse, when Charlotte wakes up, she finds herself in an unfamiliar bed at 30 years old with her bearded fiancé Renner by her side. Either they've lost their minds or they've been drop-kicked into adulthood, forever trapped in the 30-year-old bodies of their future selves. With each other as their only constant, Charlotte and Renner discover all that's changed in the time they've missed. Charlotte's also Charlotte also learns more. There's more to Renner than the irritating jock charm, and that reaching the next milestone isn't as important as what happens in between. Navigating a series of adventures and a confounding new normal, Charlotte and Renner will do whatever it takes to find a way back to seventeen. But when and if they do, what then? So I've I've read Amy Lee before. I've read. Two of her books. I think that's all she's released. Uh, but this was absolutely adorable. Oh. I love this book so much. It was so heartwarming. And I think it's considered YA. I don't know. It, even though like a majority of it takes place as they're adults. But like they're yeah. YA characters. They're still 17 year old kids in their adult brains. Yeah. Thank goodness it was YA then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been weird. Uh, so nothing like that. There's no spice. And that's fine. It, um, I re- related a lot to Charlotte. Because uh, Charlotte is like super organized like that was like me in high school i was super organized i couldn't do anything wrong everything had to be perfect and she has i hate like a hate relationship with renner because of like a misunderstanding when they are freshmen and she's just like held it over him the whole time because she's just like whatever i don't care and uh so they're like frenemies kind of and then obviously this uh, incident happens when they're decorating for prom and they wake up and they're uh adults and they're engaged and it's really cute because they freak out and it's just like them also learning how like how they fell in love i mean it was really cute it was really cute and i mean they also learn a lot about themselves and like how they were at 17 doesn't really matter when you're an adult because like that's a very different time and it was just really cute. I had a really good time. I gave it five stars. It was Heck a lot yeah. of fun. I really like the way Amy Lee writes. It's just very, it's easy to read. It just flows really well. And it's just, it was just really cute. I cried. Uh, of course I did. And because I don't know, at the end, it's just really sweet. It's just really like adorable and sweet and tender. And I'm like, oh my God, they're so cute. And I remember being 17, but this wasn't me at 17. <laughs> I started dating Nick at 17. Oh, okay. so cute. Oh, cute. I just highly recommend it. I mean, it's, it's just, it's like 13 going on 30. Yeah. But they're 17. And yeah. Which is a little bit more. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Appropriate? Appropriate. Because they're all they're basically almost adults. Mm-hmm. And it just it's just really cute. <laughs> if you like just like really cute, heartwarming, sweet stories, I think this one is perfect. Oh fantastic. Yeah, it was really cute. Amy Lee, man, she's my gal. I love her. 
Fantastic. Yeah. And I think this one's already been released. Um, uh, ad- it's going to be adapted. Oh, because it's part of a Mindy Calling's book studio. Ooh. So I think that means it's going to be adapted. That's exciting. And I would love. Oh my god, I would watch the shit out of this movie. Fuck yeah, it sounds so cute. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's what that means. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but but it was really cute oh cute so I did a reread next of Trust by Kylie Scott this is one of my favorite books of all time and uh, like no one talks about it which is fine but like it's a book that means a lot to me and it's about uh, Edie as the main character she's 17 and she goes into uh, she's a, a in a bigger body and she goes into a convenience store and the convenience store ends up being robbed people get shot and so she survives thanks to a guy named john uh he saves her and john's her age and she ends up obviously going through a lot of trauma and she has a lot of trauma to deal with but she doesn't really deal with it very well she ends up getting yeah, we don't always deal with our trauma yeah, no. in the best Especially life. when you're 17. <laughs> and, uh, so she ends up getting kicked out of her school and goes to the public school where ends up John is also in that school and they kind of meet and talk about, they, they, they relate a lot to, obviously to each other because of the trauma that they went through. And John used to be a drug dealer, but now he's quit because of that incident where he realized he almost died. And it's them just kind of getting to know each other and helping them deal with each other's trauma while also falling in love. And I love it so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, I just felt, I don't know. I would just felt like rereading it. I, I just love that book. <laughs> yeah. So I obviously get that five stars. It was a nice reread. It came out in 2017. Two YAs? Yes. This and one's back like, to back. This one's like a YA new adult. I don't know. Cause mm-hmm. they, it, it does have some adult content, adult content in it. So yeah, but like it, Oh God, it just hits hard. You know, a lot of things that Edie deals with internally. I'm also like, Jesus Christ, Morgan, this is just ought to make you cry. I guess you just want to cry. Fine. Great. <laughs> and then I also finished, uh, I started and finished this book. It's really good. Uh, A Promise of Fire by Amanda Boucher, I believe is how you pronounce her name. It is the first book in the Kingmaker Chronicles. And I, so I've just had this book in my Kindle because I think someone recommended it as a lover of fantasy romance. And I was like, wow, you're talking to the right crowd here. I love it. (laughs) My interest is peaked. I I just have been needing to read on my Kindle. I don't know why. I just can't pick up a physical book. I need to read on my Kindle. That's all there is to it. And so I saw this and I'm like, you're finally going to read it. Just read it. And this book blew me away. I love it so much. I'm addicted to this series. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> and I'll read the description because I don't know how to describe it. Cat <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Fisa, Fisa, I don't know isn't who she pretends to be. She is perfectly content disguised as a, as a soothsayer in a traveling circus, avoiding the destiny the gods and her dangerous family have saddled her with. As far as she's concerned, the magic humming within her blood can live and die with her. She won't be anyone's pawn. But then she locks eyes with the ambitious warlord from the magic-deprived south, and her illusion of safety is shattered forever. Ooh, excuse me. Griffin knows Cat is the kingmaker, the woman able to divine truth 
through lies, and he wants her to be a powerful weapon for his newly conquered realm. Kidnapping her off the street. Conquered realm. (laughs) Sorry. Kidnapping her off the street is simple enough, but keeping her by his side is infuriatingly tough. (laughs) Cat fights him at every turn, showing a ferocity of spirit that burns hot and leaves him desperate for more. But... Can he ever hope to prove to his once captive that he wants her there by his side as his equal, his companion, and maybe someday his queen? <laughs> Discovering the white hot fantasy willing to break all the rules. <laughs> so uh, Griffin is the new, it, they call themselves like, it's like the king, but, or the queen, and, but they're like the alpha. And then it's not anything like that. <laughs> No, I know. It's not. I was like, oh my goodness. God damn it. You can't escape it. It's everywhere. But like, so Griffin is considered a beta because he's like next in line to the throne. That's just what they call themselves. And they go all the way through like Zelta or Zelfa or whatever. I don't know the, I don't know the alphabet. Uh, <laughs> and um, Isn't it Omega? Alpha and Omega? Omega's like Z? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> I know nothing about it. <laughs> um... No, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Griffin finds Cat in the circus. She's disguised as a soothsayer. Uh, she's run away from her family. And why? You'll have to find out later. Okay. I can't tell you. <laughs> I can't fucking tell you. you Don't ask. It. So it's a huge spoiler. <laughs> and uh, he ends up kidnapping her. And it's really funny because, I mean, obviously she's really upset, but she's also really feisty. <laughs> and the only way he can, because she turns invisible. And so he has to, like, tie her with a magic rope, and he ties her to himself. <laughs> so she can't escape, and she can't untie it. And it's just... <laughs> I love it so much. It made me laugh. But then it's also really steamy when eventually these two figure out that they want to bang. And, well, he knows from the beginning. Like, he's like, oh, my gosh, she's really hot. But, like, he... So she can... her She has a lot of magic. She can also steal magic, but one of her... The thing that makes her the kingmaker is that she can tell when someone's lying. And she can tell what the Ooh. truth is that they're trying to hide. And so obviously that's a big uh, ally or, you know, weapon to have when you're trying to take over the realm. And that's what Griffin wants to do. He wants to bring everybody together under one leadership instead of having all these little kingdoms. And uh, I so I read that book. I gave it five stars. It was amazing. And I'm on book two, which is called Breath of Fire. And there are four books in this series. That is one of the books that I'm currently reading, Breath of Fire. And then I applied to be on the ARC team of Lix. I don't know how to say her name. <laughs> L-Y-X. How would you say that? Lix. Lix. It just sounds weird. Likes. Uh, likes. Robinson. Uh, she wrote... Oh, shoot. What was the first book called? Stole, Stolen by the Vikings? Hot. Girl, that book is so hot. <laughs> let me let me find it. Yes, stolen by the wolves of the Vikings. Stolen by the wolves because they call themselves the wolves of Dublin. Yes, anyway. I remember that. Oh um, gosh, that was good. Yeah, I didn't read it, stolen but I heard by, it sounded Stolen great. by the wolves, <laughs> and that is this series. It's called the Viking Omegaverse series. Yep, and they're really hot, <laughs> but they're also really. Shut up, Car. Uh, they're also really uh, in depth into like the world building and creating this amazing like plot where it has to deal with the main character. 
It was like the her and her sister, her cousin, or something like that, get married her and her off. Cousin to, were married yeah. off to this kingdom, and there are Vikings there, and she ends up with one of the Vikings. It's actually and he really was com- like it's actually he really was pretending to be a monk or something like yes. that. And, oh yeah, so oh yeah, she, I remember so this. She, <laughs> she um, Morgan talked about it, it a few weeks I ago. Did, I did. I really love it. I know it's weird that it's an Omega verse, like, but oh my god, it's so good. Like the storytelling is so rich, uh-huh. and the the world building is just so like detailed. So if you're not really super into that, like you can kind of skim over it. That's fine. Uh, but um, <laughs> it also kind of has to deal with religion and like religious trauma because uh, her kingdom, they're Christian. And so when the full moon comes, she obviously goes into like a heat. That's the way like the Omega works. Oh, yes. Works. I remember you telling me that. And um, they have trained her and her sisters, you know, her... Quote unquote sisters. Yeah. The people that, the women that also have that are considered omegas in what, you know, whatever, uh, to like self-flagellate, to get rid of the pain, like to punish themselves for going through that. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then the, the men are like, no, I'm sorry. We worship women who, the, the Vikings yeah. worship those women. And so when they came upon them, they're like, holy fucking shit balls. They're real. We have to save them because they're being like tormented yeah. and, hidden away by the men that don't understand them and the vikings are like oh my god we have blah 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 so then she ends it's just oh my god it's so good and I, so i got oh, i'm so excited i'm in the middle of it um so there's a second book called taming the wolves sorry that's my watch taming the wolves um which is book two and i read that i devoured that book i also gave that one five stars mm-hmm. so then Book three comes out at the end of September, which I highly recommend getting into this series because it's so good. I will have a full review next week, but the third one is called The Summer Siege and the wolves of Dublin and are trying to stop the siege of her kingdom. And man, I just... Not not while not sieging their kingdom. Oh no, they... They siege that kingdom. There's a lot of sieging of kingdoms in this one. There's a lot of... Of skirmishes and outside the wall, you know what I mean. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff happening in the wall, out of the wall. I really enjoyed book two was really good. There was even yeah. more skirmish. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's like a group skirm skirmish at the end of book two that just really gets you. And apparently there's one in this one that I haven't gotten to yet, but I'm very excited about it. Nice. And I think I might be coming up to it soon, but. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm really pumped. So I, this is book three, and I just, I know it sounds weird, but like, I would oh, give yeah. it a chance. But it's, it's fun. It's really good. Yeah. It's really rich. Okay. The, the writing is great. Like, mm. nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's really addicting. Nice. So that's book two I'm reading currently. Okay. So you haven't finished book two. I, no, I, no, sorry. I'm. The you're, second you're book reading, I'm currently reading. You're currently reading. I, that's two book books. three of the series, but yes. the second book I'm in the middle of. I was confused. I right. No, that's okay. And then the third book I'm currently reading is One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I have the audiobook of that, and I am chugging through it. I think I'm like halfway through it. It's narrated it by by Julia Whalen. Perfection. Yep. Love and um, I'm just trying to get it done for tomorrow. <laughs> It's good though, isn't it? it? No, it's very good. Okay. I I just I, I know how it's gonna end. Like I can just I know how it's gonna end. Interesting. 
I'm liking it. Uh, I don't love the main character very much. I don't know why, but she's just kind of driving me crazy. Uh-huh. And uh, but it's it's fun. It's great. Yeah. I mean, it's Taylor Jenkins Reid, so it's hard yeah. to. She's been through some trauma. Oh yeah, you know, oh hundred percent. Yeah. And um, so yeah, I'm reading that. I just need to get it done by tomorrow. I've got a lot going on tomorrow, so I gotta get that figured out. And then I'm also kind of. But not currently reading um, The Adventures of Amira Al-Sarafi by Shannon Shockerborty. Sorry, it's over there. It's over yep. there. I'm trying to read it. That's why I was uh, like, <laughs> you know, over the set. I have not picked it up since the last time because uh, mm-hmm. I'm currently in the middle of a lot of other things. You are. and But it's, it's really good. Season, so you're super busy as well. Yes. I cover football for our Two towns. newspaper. Yes. So I am very busy. Every weekend, <laughs> I have yeah. no life, and it's great. So I'm trying to get all that done. <laughs> Does school board meet in the summer? Yeah. Okay. And I cover two school boards. I cover city council. I cover every other meeting that we're having. Mm-hmm. And life. you're on the Friends of the Whatever, and yeah. you're uh, on the library board. And... <sighs> it's great. I'm having a great time. Having a great time. But <laughs> what really made my day yesterday was I got an email from NetGalley and I was like, what is happening here, NetGalley? What is it? And, um, NetGalley! Man, I don't know. I just assume. <laughs> you always assume it's going to be a rejection email. Yeah, oh, 100%. I'm yeah. Like, I'm not going to open that. I'm like, well, no, this is, you're approved in the email. Uh, I love it when that happens. So, <laughs> I'm like, so I read um, One Dark Window by Rachel Gillig earlier this year. Yes! And I fell in love with it. The magic was amazing and it was really unique because it had to do with like tarot cards. And it, I got approved for book two, Two Twisted Crowns, which is the second book in the Shepherd King series. And it comes out. I'm listening. Why does she, every week she does something? I don't know what she did last week, too. Stop it. Yeah. Knock it off, ma'am. Stop listening to us. So funny. They're always listening. It comes out October 19th. (gasps) I highly recommend picking up book one. I think it's YA. I don't really know. They're, like, older. I feel like they're, like, 19, maybe 20. I don't know. But it says YA on here, but I don't believe these tags anymore. These tags... I don't believe them. No. So, um, the first one, I'm trying to figure out what the first, how to describe the first one, because I can't talk about the second one. Those are spoilers. The cover is beautiful. I just want to say that. It's a very short description. I'll read the description of the first one. Okay. Elspeth needs a monster. The monster might be her. Elspeth Spindle needs more than luck to stay safe in the eerie, mist-locked kingdom of Blunder. She needs a monster. She calls in the nightmare, an ancient, ancient mercurial, mm-hmm. mercurial, never mercurial. said that word out loud before, uh, <laughs> spirit trapped in her head. He protects her. He keeps her secrets. Oh, I lied. It's not short. Um, but nothing comes for free, especially magic. When Elspeth ne- meets a mysterious highwayman, on the forest road, he takes her life takes a drastic turn. Thrust into a world of shadow and deception, she joins a dangerous quest to cure Blunder. That just sounds made up. Like that just it's called Blunder. That makes you think of a Princess Bride for some reason. Like something's called Blunder. Isn't it? I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're like, fuck me, no, I'm wrong. You're right. <laughs> from, the, from, from 
the dark magic infecting it. And the highwayman, he just so happens to be the king's nephew, captain of the most dangerous men in Blunder, and guilty of high treason. Together they must gather 12 providence cards, the keys to the cure. But as the stakes heighten and their undeniable attraction intensifies, Elspeth is forced to face her darkest secret yet. The nightmare is slowly taking over her mind, and she might not be able to stop him. So it she... The, the kingdom is kind of ruled by people who have magic and the magic comes from these tarot cards and each card gives a different kind of magic. Only so many people have them. And I think if I remember correctly, someone is trying to collect all the cards to do something bad, to do something bad. And so they want to stop them from doing something bad. Cause it's so the captain of the guard, the nephew is like, the leading the rebel charge to also collect these cards out from under them to stop them from doing something bad. Mm-hmm. And Elspeth is like, well, I guess I gotta do that. But she also has this thing in her head, this nightmare mm-hmm. that might be... Might it be good, might be bad. Who knows? I think it's... I don't know. It's probably bad. It's probably bad. <laughs> if I remember the ending, I think it's probably kind of bad. I don't know. Uh-oh. So I'm very excited to read that. I just have to get through everything else that I'm currently reading, but then I don't want to stop reading that series, the Kingmaker Chronicles, but I might have to, to read the arcs that I have, because then I also have... Oh, gosh. <sighs> uh, which I, I shouldn't be overwhelmed, because this is a, I'm so happy and privileged to get these yes. arcs. Um, however, however, it's too sometimes much. It's we too bite much off once. more than we can chew. Uh, yeah, I get too excited and I do too many things. Uh, it's one's called Plot Twist by Erin LaRosa. Um, that has to do, she is an, a romance author. Are you yawning at me? How dare you? She is a romance author and it has to do with her landlord who is a social media like guru, but he is uh, an online crafter if i remember correctly i don't remember uh but it sounds super cute and then i got a fate inked in blood by danielle l jensen which i'm excited about because i uh, hear she's a really great writer i haven't read anything before but this is a new series by her it's also a fantasy romance <laughs> nice i just said so much in a short period of time you did. but um i'm very excited for all those books and i am very thankful to the publishers and nick galley for giving me early access Yay! That was a lot. (laughs) Anything else? No. You didn't get any more arcs? No. I just can't believe... I don't know. I went from... We went from, like, getting none to all of a sudden it's like... I do. Today, we are exploring our bookshelves. What's that mean? We don't know. (laughs) No. What it means is we have each kind of taken a look at what we have on our bookshelves Mm -hmm. and what we have on them and why right and how we have them arranged because right we are some weirdos yeah (laughs) yeah there's no fighting no arguing that yeah yeah so um i have two bookshelves i have one big tall one Mm -hmm. that my brother-in-law made me thank you cute And I stained it myself, finished it. It looks beautiful. And then my other bookshelf is one that I finished from my other, I refinished. I bought it and redid it. I don't know how to talk. Um, (laughs) That's a slightly smaller. It's only three shelves Mm -hmm. and it's pretty short. So I have just two bookshelves. I love that. 
How about you? Well, um, I have four five shelf bookshelves. And then I have two three shelf bookshelves on top of each other to create a fifth <laughs> large bookshelf. And then I have a like sort of like a console table. I don't really know what that is. Like a credenza? Yeah, which I love. I think it's beautiful. I got it for Christmas. Um that's in my living room. It used to have like cubes in it, right? No, I replaced oh. it. Oh, just kidding. Because I didn't like that anymore. Oops. And so I <laughs> yeah. got it out of here. And that is something brand new, which I just, I love the metal and wood, like, combined together. Oh, it's gorgeous. I'm a big oh, fan. that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen it? No, it I haven't is. been in your living room in months. Well, there it is. <laughs> I know. It's fine. I come in, I sit, and I leave. I live here alone. Every day I'm alone. <laughs> And I'm here for two hours. (laughs) Bye. And so then I also have a um, four, three shelves built in in my bedroom, which is one of my cellars of this apartment that Mm -hmm. has just a little bitty built in bookshelf. It's amazing. But I uh, adore it. It's got some of my favorite books on it. Mm -hmm. And I think that might be it. I mean, we don't count what's over, what's happening over here in this corner. And those don't. are to to be got rid of. Yeah, we there's like those don't exist anymore. At least forty books over there, just chilling, <laughs> that need to be gone. No one's buying them, so I'm gonna have to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Those are a bunch of unhauls, which I will talk probably talk about later um, from my main collection. Mm-hmm. And then I have no, I got rid of those over there. Uh, there's some sitting over there, and then up there and over there, up there and there so they're just kind of everywhere mm-hmm. but most of them live in my guest bedroom you actually get to decorate how you want yes as the primary residence Correct. of this step this address yeah um i can't stack books everywhere in my house <laughs> i do what i want when i want <laughs> you lucky bitch <laughs> i quite like it i knew when i moved into a bigger apartment i'm like books are gonna be everywhere I hate to tell myself. Well, I don't hate to tell myself. Um, my dad thinks it's crazy. And I'm just like, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank well, you. at least I don't collect body parts yeah, like Dahmer. At least it's not drugs. At dad, least it's not drugs. That you know of. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> at least it's not heroin. Yeah. It could I don't be do meth. heroin. It could be meth. Yeah, we are in Iowa. In Iowa, so it could be meth. I um, only want amphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I love my book collection. Mm-hmm. I, 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 book collecting, book buying, and reading books are two totally different. 100%. So, they're very different hobbies. Yes. <laughs> so, so that being said then, I have my two bookshelves, right? Mm-hmm. And my second smaller one is my books that I own. Mm-hmm. But not my book collection. <laughs> See, what I'm so curious about is your book collection as a mostly audiobook reader. Yeah. So I wanted to hear about why you pick certain books to own and like things like that. Okay. So do you want me to start then? Yes, I would. Okay. (laughs) So obviously, as like you said, a primary audiobook reader, um, my my books usually are books that I have read before. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, or, and or authors that I know I love and I need to get to the books. Right. So, for example, I know I love T.J. Klune and I have several 
books of his and especially the painted edges. Oh, I have three painted ed- edges of his um, House in the Cerulean Sea, uh, Under the Whispering Door and Wolf Song, of which Wolf Song I have not read. Mm-hmm. And then books for like authors that I really want to support as well, like Cemetery Boys and Page Boy by Elliot Page. Um, that one is signed. So if I can get it signed, oh god, I'm all over. It. Oh yeah. And of course, special editions of Casey McQuiston books. Um, I have also. I'm kind of. I love to collect different copies of The Princess Bride by <laughs> William Goldman. So I currently have. Six copies. I love that. And all six of them are different. One is Spanish. And one is in Spanish. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same copy as my first copy, which is a paperback. It's got the same cover, but it's in Spanish and it's a hardcover. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I would probably die if I got a copy of a signed book of William Goldman's because right? he passed away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So I, you can't, he can't sign them anymore. He can't sign books anymore. <laughs> right. So the only books of his that are available signed are probably very expensive. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So I would love a copy of that. Mm-hmm. Um, two books I have are ones that I either bought from you or you gave me. So mm-hmm. I have the ni- ninth house by Lee Bardugo and I bought fourth wing from you. <laughs> okay. Because ninth house, we were in, Omaha uh-huh. and Omaha sold signed copies and I was like you can't buy one you already own a copy and I was and like that's all right and like I'll take it I'll I think I bought it. it from you then yeah I must have bought it from you. yeah one book that you did give me was the invisible life of Addie LaRue because yeah. it came to you water damage it did but it was signed it's signed it's signed it's signed. mine signed yes yes so that's I sorry like, I was getting a replacement mm-hmm. and I was like what am I gonna do with this one you're like well I'll take it I'm like cool <laughs> with it <laughs> there's no point having two it's an owl crate exclusive edition exactly and, it came signed. and then i also have several copies of books by rainbow Rowell that are all signed as well because we met her in person and she signed several books several i think like four. and then her most <laughs> recent one was that it we got was it anyway the wind blows we pre-ordered and came mm-hmm. and signed and personalized as well yeah. all the ones that we got or signed yep. and personalized. Right. Every single one. Every signed. single book I own of hers is now signed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is crazy. That, that's fine. I think I have a couple that weren't signed. Because I have several. I have three complete sets of Carry On. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. So that's, <laughs> that's nine books in that series. <laughs> Plus two copies of Fangirl. Yeah. Getting that signed and personalized was like really important to me. Because obviously Carry On is one of your favorite books. Mm-hmm. Fangirl is one of my favorite books. And like just owning that. Like this is. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. No big deal. Uh... Mm-hmm. So you pick books to buy that are either like meaningful to you. Or they're like a favorite author. Or like, yes. you read them and liked them. And the books are gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. Honestly, having access to a Lumicrate or a Fairy Loot is a detriment to my my uh, pocketbook, my mm-hmm. wallet, because they come out with so many beautiful editions, and like the mm-hmm. FOMO gets me. 
I know. And that's, I think, how I got, um, gosh, I can't remember what. But you sent me a link, and I was like, that's fucking mine now. <laughs> I look I out for you. I'm like, Sophia wants this book. I know she does. <laughs> I really do. I'm assuming yeah. that's how I got the uh, House of the Julian Sea oh, yeah. painted edges. Yeah. Also, you sent me the one for the Song of Achilles. Mm-hmm. That was a special edition as well. And so were the uh, red, white, and royal blue. And one last stop. One last stop. Mm-hmm. Copies. Those Which are amazing. just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I lost Honestly, and the Rainbow Raw ones, too. The carry-on painted edges. I am. For Any Way the Wind yeah. Blows and Wayward Sun. I'm a slut for special editions. Gosh. Right? They're just so beautiful. I love sprayed edges, painted uh, edges. They're be- I, it's like a recent-ish trend that just, mm-hmm. like, hooks me. Yeah. I mean, I sprayed my own edges for freaking fourth wing. So, like, it, it just... Oh, God, yeah. it's so cool. <laughs> it's amazing. And it just adds to it. And it's funny because it's like I never know how to display them. Yeah, because do, do you display them pages out? Because like that's the most important part of the book. Right. Like that. that but how are you going to know what book it is? Right. <sighs> it's quite the dilemma. <laughs> it's a bit of a pickle. It really is. <laughs> and then my other bookshelf is just books, like I said, that I own. Books from like when I was in high school, I was buying books. Um, that I didn't couldn't have access to or um, with your job money oh my god <laughs> and some like books from my childhood that I wanted to keep around mm-hmm. stuff like that so I wish I would have done that I don't have any books from my childhood oh. except for my a lot of copy of Harry Potter I do have that um but my siblings actually have a lot of the books from my childhood because mm-hmm. you know as the youngest child, it's they. I was reading their books, right? Their childhood books, so they actually have them. I think ninety percent of the ones that I read as a kid, which is fine. Yeah, but yeah, that's cute. Thanks. So I know I had my own like bookshelf when I was younger in my room. Mm-hmm. Like, where'd all those books go? <laughs> Same place all my toys went, probably in the garbage, <laughs> or they got donated. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine about that. So, how about yours? Well, I feel like mine's going to take a little longer. Yeah, go ahead. We got uh, all night. We do. <laughs> we um, so, I save the built-ins in my room for Sarah J. Mass. I have two shelves of Sarah J. Mass. I have, one of my most prized possessions <laughs> is a signed and personalized copy of House of Earth and Blood. Wow. Yeah, I... Okay, so she released, I don't know if she didn't think it would be that popular, but like, I just was on her Instagram at the same time she talked about it, and she was like, oh, I'm going to open up my store to so many people to get a signed and personalized copy, and I was like, fucking click, and I got one of those, and then I have her tour editions of those, and then I have like more special, like the stupid you have to buy the for the extra chapter Mm-hmm. I hate myself for doing it, but like I have several copies, and then I <laughs> so it's like um, the original uh, printing of A Court of Thorns and Roses. I have the hardcover and paperback and things like that. Um, I have... You prefer those covers anyway? Yes, I do. I hate the new covers. Mm-hmm. I despise them. <laughs> and then I have two. Um... 
editions of Throne of Glass. I have paperback, the original paperbacks and the hardcovers because those are also being redone and that's upsetting. So I got those with special dust jackets, which mm-hmm. I love, from Nerdy Ink. Nice. And I have like eight copies of uh, The Invisible Life of Adela Rue by mm-hmm. V.E. Shaw. So those are in there. I gave you one. You did? So I have that one displayed out. Yes. Because the pages are beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's what makes that one special, other than that, you know, you gave it to me. Yeah. But like the pages, they're like hand painted because mm-hmm. you got it from somebody who. I got a custom, them. yeah. Custom painted and they're just gorgeous. <laughs> and so those are pointed out and I got like the UK copies. Um, and the one, the main bookshelf in my bedroom, not my bedroom. What is this? My living room. Um, <laughs> I call it like my TBR shelf mm-hmm. because I am an impulse book buyer. And so I pre-order books that I, you know, I haven't read yet, obviously. But then when I have, when I get them, I put them on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And then if I want to read, I'm like, oh, I just look through here. Even though there are many that are on my main shelves that I haven't read yet. And on your Kindle. Yeah. Oh my God. Don't even talk about my Kindle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And, and then like the bottom shelf is full of romances that I've read and like, which, it, which is weird. They're like some of my favorites, mm-hmm. but then I also put them in with my big collection back there. There's really no rhyme or reason of that's who's back right. there and who's not, but it doesn't matter. And when she says back there, that's where Sorry. Her <laughs> that's, my, that's where I'm... I'm pointing in her her spare room. In my spare room, that's my library and my guest room, which is has a guest bed, and then my five bookshelves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in here in my dining room, I keep some special editions on top of my um, china, my hutch, and t- those are Illumicrate. Um, Crescent City? How, yeah, Crescent City, which I love. And then um, special the editions of, <laughs> of Ninth House and um, Hellbent by Lee Bardugo. And Roy- Red. Red, White, and Royal Blue. And one last stop by Casey Nicholson. So I like having those up there. Yes. And I have those same special copies. They're so beautiful. I love them. Mm-hmm. And then every other book I own <laughs> is in my, my guest bedroom. Which yes. is just, I recently went through yes, and because I was running out of space and I'm like, you don't need all these books. You're not going to read them all. It's time to do the hard thing because I, I have a hard time getting rid of them. Mm-hmm. I recently did an unhaul. I went, it was like, it was time. There wasn't there wasn't enough space and there were too many books there. And I'm like, Morgan, you need. You and you know, you're never going to read them. Yes, I knew I needed to do something about it. A lot of them I got rid of are YA. And I also got rid of a lot of duplicates because I would get a book and then it would be like a special edition and I'd buy that. So then I had two copies. I'm like, you don't need two copies. Just Mm -hmm. keep the special edition. So that's what I, that's what I've done. That's what I'm talking about. My unhaul in the corner. Not that you people can see it. Um, (laughs) But there's a lot of books here that I have gotten rid of. And I'm, I'm pretty proud of that stack because It's pretty huge. And I I freed up a lot of space in my bookshelf. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, they need to just go. <laughs> I'm not going to read them. Like, of course, I haven't gotten rid of them because they're still sitting here. But it's one step, first step closer. One step closer. One step closer. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Um, I'm really proud of my book collection. I, 
remember when I was, I don't know, it was like 2014 or 20, when I was just getting into reading again, kind of, um, I didn't have a very big collection, but then my collection was weird because like it was full of books I used to love and books I've moved on from. Which is a lot of the books on my second bookshelf. Right. And I was like, you just need to curate your books to what you what you want and so I just started collecting and now I have like 600 books and they make me so happy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but moving is the worst yeah moving your books is the worst in the whole world Gosh. yeah um I don't even remember how many boxes that we moved <laughs> it was a lot Morgan never gets to move again I'm never gonna move again either, <laughs> so. no we're not moving we're living here forever and ever yeah but yeah that's I I love collecting special editions mm-hmm because they bring you joy and there's they so do. many other things that they could be it's not drugs it's not drugs and they have value there they are do. people that sell these books for hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. and you paid 40 bucks for it right mm-hmm. mm-hmm i've definitely done that i've when i bought them i'm like well i don't know and then you know you own them for a while and you're like, i don't need these mm-hmm. so you get rid of them and then you mark them up and people buy them yep the, Which is just how things work. The special world. edition, like, market is intense. Mm-hmm. It's intense. Yeah. Because I've been thinking yeah. of if getting anyone... rid of um, some of my um, From Blood and Ash by Jennifer L. Armantrout special editions. Mm-hmm. Because I don't need that many. I mm-hmm. went through a, a phase where I was obsessed. <laughs> and I got all of them. And I'm like, you don't need them. Mm-hmm. Time to just set them free. And people will buy them. Yeah. <laughs> For a, a pretty penny. Yeah, people want those special editions. That's why they're so, you know, they're rare. Mm-hmm. It's like collecting baseball cards, but they're bigger. Right. They're way cooler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Wait. my signed Sarah J. Mass books would go for a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our customized ones, useless. However, right. unless they're by, bought by someone named Morgan. Right. <laughs> but you're never getting it. It's mine forever. Yeah, 100%. Sorry. <laughs> That's why I wanted it custom. Yeah. Even though I bought a book signed by, you know, for someone else, but she just crossed it off. And- that was so funny. <laughs> that was Pam Godwin. Um, Pam. Hi, Pam. Hi, Pam. <laughs> You're not, no, sorry, no. <laughs> there was only one copy left, and she was like, well, I want, I want that one. She's like, well, it's already, I'll just cross it out and write your name. <laughs> like, Thank you. And I got discounted because it was signed to someone else. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. Thanks, Pam. <laughs> but I haven't read the book yet, but that's fine. <laughs> I, I, do you, my mouse is having a connection. Um, do you arrange them in a certain way on your bookshelf? Uh, well, recently I did a, a reorganize. Mm-hmm. Because before they were, it was just chaos. Because <laughs> I was like trying to put them out but then angle them and it was a whole thing so now they're just like stack stack stacked and then some are on, on their sides which is okay. nice okay uh but not really because i just don't have that many right that i can you know i'm just like ooh, look i whatever's prettiest <laughs> yeah i rearranged these and i like to keep an author together yeah typically yep that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you is your little bookshelf also organized that way? No, okay. it's so That's much just, fucking chaos. Well, I thought it was chaos when I. Oh yeah, I was just like, what? How is this organized? <laughs> the last time I was at your house. I mean, like all my <laughs> Harry Potter books are together on one shelf. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. <laughs> I had a lot of Sherilyn Kenyon. I was very into Sherilyn Kenyon mm-hmm. when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Yep. 
So there's several copies of those books. And there's Lovely. even the top shelf is double stacked. Oh, with, really? Like, with oh, like wow. mass market paperbacks. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I used to be really into mass market paperbacks back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I have a, I have a stack of them now. They're not mm-hmm. on the shelves. They're just stacked. One of my employees said um, the other day, and I back her 100%, if I... <laughs> If if I never see a mass market paperback again, I will be happy. Oh, 100%. I, if I could burn them all, yep. I would. Mm-hmm. That sounds really bad. Sounds very dramatic. <laughs> However, as a librarian, libraries get... We're cleaning out Graham's attic. Mm. Here's 10 boxes of her paperbacks. Her 1970 paperbacks, paperbacks. that are moldy, yep. smelly, yep. just... <laughs> dusty dirty do you want them no 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 or my favorite line hey i'd like to donate some books awesome as long as they're in good clean condition we'll take them but i'll only take a box at a time <laughs> and they're like okay yeah how and i'm like how big's the box and they're like oh i mean it's only like five just a few bucks it's just like five or six bucks and they come in and they have like a huge fucking like Amazon box full of books. Oh god. And they're like, "You know what? I actually have another one too. I'm going to bring that in." No, I said one box at a time. Yeah. Mm. Well, they did. They get it anyway. Oh. And they're dirty, dusty, smelly. Listen. 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 <laughs> books so that we can enter them into the system so that other people can use them otherwise it's pointless so sorry like i would donate these thank you you know i keep my books in excellent condition yes oh that was i would accept them but if you can make money off them i'd rather you do that right 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 100 percent you, you've you've unlo- you've unhauled books at the library. Oh before. god, yeah. I'm like, please take them from me. Yes, you and I'm like, thank you so much. You and know I know they're them. in good condition. Like, please take them from me. Yes. Yeah. That's why I get thank yous at the end of the yeah. year because you're like, you donate any books? I'm like, cool. Thank you. You'll be getting. I'm sure you'll be getting a stack. So. Yeah. Sounds good to me. What about the one that has a mark on it? That's fine. Okay. Because on how, the bottom. Yeah, that's how it came. They from. all come like that. Okay, that's how books it, a lot of times come like it that. came from a book outlet like that. Yeah, um, they come from the ven- the vendor like that. The, that, p- the printer. That's uh, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. But it's it's freaking. There's another one on your stack too that has one. Yep. Probably because it's from Book Outlet. Two or three of them. Mm-hmm. But not all of them. That's what Book Outlet does. But like, I get brandy books. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, I was like, yeah. but like, I get brandy yeah, books. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know. Uh, when we went through my grandma's collection of books, they were like, does the library want these? I'm like, no. Are you sure? Are you? They're like, oh, but what do I do with them? You're the book expert. <laughs> and I was like, go burn them. And they're like, oh, you burn books? I'm like, they're, it's fine. This is, um. <laughs> I'm giving like you permission. My grandma's old. Harlequins. <laughs> no. Oh, my grandma would not read Harlequins. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Um, she was a good Christian lady. She doesn't read Harlequin. Oh, that's... Uh, but they were like old school books. Oh. I'm like, no. No one wants them. Just burn them. She doesn't care. She's dead. 
just gave that to them. Her looked down from heaven and just flips you off. Her grandma's like, what are you doing? You're the reader of this family. Like, I will take one. Yeah. Yeah. Burn books. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Don't burn books. Burn icky books. Yes. Burn no books that are covered in cobwebs that are from 1930 that no one's going to want anymore. Right. Just, the library doesn't want them. Right. Don't give them the library. If you think they have value, check eBay. Check and eBay. sell them yourself. That's a good idea. Um, I apologize. Mm-hmm. But for me to you, you don't want someone dropping garbage off at your workplace. No. I don't want anyone dropping garbage off at mine. Nope. I've taken boxes of books. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> and burn them at my parents' house. <laughs> you gotta. I got it. Oh, they I smell. Was, yeah, they just... Mm-mm. They're full of bugs? Oh, no, gross. thank you. Gross, 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 gross. I don't like it. I don't like it. I arrange my books by... I'm sorry. Pick off, get back on topic. <laughs> I found euros in a book. We found euros in a book one time. Did you really? Yeah. I just went through, obviously, with my unhaul. I rearranged my books because they were by a rainbow. Mm-hmm. Which and is gorgeous. I loved them so much. But you can't find shit in a rainbow. No. And then it separated my series mm-hmm. and my authors. And I got upset. Yeah. Because, like, I went It wasn't a rainbow for, like, two years. It's been a rainbow for a long time. Yeah. And I went... It was like... When we read... When I read The Song of Achilles, I knew I had the book, but I had to go find it. And I'm like, I have no idea what this book looks like. I don't remember the cut. Like, the spine. I got nothing. No, because it also depends on what edition you have. Right. So good luck trying to find it. And so I just, can't even I, I had to just, to find it. And it took me forever. And then I was like, this is it. <laughs> and it hurts the librarian in me. Hurts mm-hmm. when that happens. Right. <laughs> like, why can't I find this book? Why can't I find this book? Although oh. I am the queen of going, they're like, we can't find this book. And I'm like, you went out into the stacks and you look for this book. And they're like, yes. <laughs> and then I go off the stacks. And I find it. And I immediately find it. Yeah. I was like, well... They inverted two letters when they shelved it, mm. so it was over here. <laughs> but that's what you just gotta. You gotta, you gotta think, think about the other it. options it could be. Yeah, or <laughs> or it's shelved under its series, not the title. See, that's confusing. But that makes sense. That's confusing. Because yeah, I've been that person. Together. I've been that. Se- I've been that person where I'm like, I cannot find this book. Yeah. And you're like, it's right here. That, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't there when I just looked. <laughs> I found um, websites. Okay. Of organizing your bookshelf. Ooh. This one's called, this one's from Home Ricardo. and Garden. Oh. Ho, ho, Ricardo. Home and Garden. Uh, oh, garden. <laughs> organizing a bookshelf. 15 ways to keep on top of your tomes. Ooh. I know. What a good title. Wow. Thesaurus. Keep, keep books in check with these novel ways of organizing a bookshelf. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> what do you mean? It gets the clicks. Um, <laughs> this one says edit your book collection. A common mistake when organizing a bookshelf is to try to fit in your entire book collection. This often results in a haphazard arrangement that makes it impossible to create orderly book storage ideas. Set yourself up for success by starting with the good decluttering session. Empty your shelves completely and give them a good clean. According to Marie Conmarie method, but that's Marie Kondo, right? Yeah. You should only keep books that bring you joy. Everything else should be donated or gifted. (laughs) The idea, okay, like, listen, these are fun. The ones I'm donating... 
fine. Get rid of it. At one point in time, they did. They did bring joy. But, like, I can't do the... Ma'am, you would hate my apartment. <laughs> she would hate it so much. Oh, she would not. Everything brings me joy. All my books bring me joy. Okay? Exactly. Most libraries will accept the book donations to sell at their semi-annual book sales. <laughs> it's written here in <laughs> We have three every year. Thank you. So they, okay, so this one talks about order books alphabetically. There are several ways to order your books. So think that what makes the most sense for your home library ideas. So like by author alphabetically or by title? It says by title. If that's a horrible idea. If alphabetizing books based on <laughs> book titles, you'll likely have quite a few books that start with A or the. So your best of... I feel like that's common knowledge, but I could be wrong. So you are best of leaving out... That doesn't make any sense. There's a title. Best to leave out the A's and the yes. thes. Organize based on the second word in the title instead. Be sure to let everyone in the household know to avoid it in confusion. Dear Morgan, don't do that. Okay, thanks, Morgan. <laughs> Organizing by genre, which is something I don't do. I would never do. Um, that weirds me out. I don't know why. I don't like it. Because so many books fit in multiple genres. Which is why I hate yeah. genre-fying books. Right. Because, yeah, it's a fantasy, but it's a fantasy romance. Right. So do I store it in romance or do I store it in fantasy? Right. Like, I only have... there's dragons, but they fuck a lot. <laughs> Not, Not dragons. dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back the pencil, Morgan! <laughs> we think the same things. Not the dragons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not the dragons. I don't care about that. Like <laughs> Create a rainbow effect. <laughs> See? It's not the most practical, but it's certainly the most aesthetically pleasing. It's true. Correct. But it's impossible to find anything. Right. Unless you memorize every single edition right. you have. And I was pretty good about that. Like, yeah. I knew what, but then, I no. No. Because some books, they have, like, a gold cover, but the spine mm-hmm. is black. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I remember what the book cover looks like. Right. Like, with Song of Achilles, I think it was blue. Or it was gold. But it yep. didn't match the spine. So I, it didn't... Didn't matter. I was upset. I was upset, too. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you were upset with me. <laughs> Organizing books by height. That's an option? Yeah. What is this? Better Homes and Gardens? Just home, home and guard, homes and gardens.com. Homes and gardens. I hate it. Um, one of the booktubers that I follow, he does it by genre and then by height. So they all look even on his bookshelves. I hate that. I also hate that. I'm not a fan of that. But if you do that, good for Go you. Go you. Yeah. Um, stick to the two thirds rule. Ensuring your books have space to breathe is not only good for their shelf life, but also the functionality and style of your display. Crowding books tightly on shelves might make them impossible to pull out while... Pull out, sorry. Overcrowding. (laughs) It's usually you doing that. Um, According... According to the experts, this can be avoided by instilling the two-thirds rule. Only fill two-thirds of each shelf with books. What you do with the empty space depends on what look you're trying to achieve. But I have so many books, I can't do that. No. They're... I'd need seven bookshelves. Yeah. Well, I ain't got room for that. I ain't got room for that. Don't make that face. I ain't got room, I ain't well, got room for that. But what if? <laughs> Build stylish stacks. Leave space for other items. These are all kind of the same. 
prop up artwork arranged by style. What does that even mean? Mm. Um, for example, those of us who are more visual might be inclined to remember a book by what the cover or spine looks like rather than wanting to search alphabetically. Colors. So those assholes who come in and say the cover was red. Yeah. Enough with this website. Um, I hate it. Yeah, we've had Not a- that I hate it, but I'm like, okay. This one trying. trying. This one, um, hgtv.com. Ooh. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, <laughs> mm, can't say Organize enough. your books into categories, alphabetically, by genre. Fiction versus nonfiction, by color. Red versus unread. Hmm. Which is kind of what I've done, because I keep my books that I want to read, but I haven't yet. Like, the most mm-hmm. are over there. So orientation of books i don't care um this one is from reader's digest i don't know if you also heard of that one uh i have i think i have heard of that one eight tricks eight tricks interior design experts use to stylishly organize bookshelves i just think it's funny how people have put this much thought in it to write articles yeah it's a big deal yeah first empty your bookshelves (laughs) thank you dust them haven't done that in months shush (laughs) no i never dust no uh step two Create a backdrop. I've seen people put like wallpaper in the back of their uh, bookshelves, mm. which I think would be interesting, but sounds like a lot of work. Yes, and also it might ruin your bookshelf. Right. So no. Um, consider painting or adding wallpaper to the backs of shelves to add depth as well as a pop of color. Mm. Well, my bookshelves are black, so I can't do a shade darker than the shelves themselves. Uh, I want the blackest of black. Yeah, my bookshelf is the very dark. Can't go, it's can't almost go black. Can't go darker. I guess black would be the the darker I could go. I think that would look weird though. Yeah. I mean, that's what mine are, but like, it'd be weird. I don't know. Replace the big stuff first. Now return your now nope. Return your now curated objects to the shelf, starting with the largest ones and using a zigzag approach. Set a large accessory such as a chunky box, a plate on a stand. Or a pair of candlesticks at the upper far left of the top shelf. And then place another large object or a group of them on the far right shelf. The bottom right? I just lost it. Uh, First, (laughs) upper left. Okay, first of all, I'm wrong. Upper left, top, I said that. And then you go large accessory on upper far left of the top shelf. And then place a larger, another large object or a group of them on the far right of the shelf immediately below that. Okay. So you're zigzagging. Which, gotcha. Makes sense. Um, you're spacing out your big book, your big things. And it says mm-hmm. fill in the blanks. Add books or other small objects to the empty spaces. Alternating horizontal and vertical stacks of books. Placing the biggest ones at the bottom shelves and smaller ones up top. Hmm. How lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, beware of overstuffing. Too late. <laughs> um, like I don't have a big, I don't have a wide bookshelf. My bookshelf right, is like it's pretty narrow, two and a half feet. Yeah, so you got it. You got it. Mm-hmm. He'll, have to, make, he'll have to make another one. Whatever. <laughs> He's not busy. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's got time. Um, let books do double duty. Use vertical stacks to buttress horizontal ones, or to hold small objects. It wasn't all the way shut, and the window is open, so it created a vacuum, hence why my door shut. 
It's not a ghost. Wade? <laughs> we haven't mentioned Wade in a while. Wade's Morgan's apartment ghost. Yes. We haven't. He hasn't been. He hasn't made an appearance. So. Yeah. He just did. That was him. That was him. Wade, give us a sign. <laughs> Shuts the bedroom door. So the next step. Don't display items that can't hold their own. Objects that are heavier tend to work best. I like to think I like them to be on the small side, maybe eight inches. This is very strategic. Yeah, yeah. And then the last one is evaluate your masterpiece. To step back and ask, are there three big moments? Top left and middle right. Nope. Top left, middle right, and bottom center. The golden triangle of styling. Do the shelves look? Generally full. Is it too busy in one area and too empty in others? Does one item stick out like a sore thumb? Too empty in others. Guess I'm going to have to buy more books. Oh, shoot. I do have some space to fill. So. Just saying. I guess I'll have to do that. Buy more books. Darn. Darn it. Um, Those were all the things that I had looked up earlier. So that's all I got. Nice. I like it. Yes. I mean, in general, it's do what you want. Yes. I have so many special editions. It makes me so happy. Yes. Like, do if you only have three books, cool. Yes. That's your collection. And we acknowledge that we are very lucky to, you know, and privileged to be able to purchase books at all mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. display them and especially, you know, special editions. So we are definitely acknowledging it. We oh, are yeah. not bragging. How, oh, God. A little no. bit of a humble brag. But, I mean, I'm really proud of my book yes, <laughs> yes. And you worked hard and we worked hard. Yeah. And it's, you know, just a reflection of something that we like to do. It yeah, could be it, drugs and I it's think not. Books are probably the thing I'm most passionate about. Mm-hmm. Like, Exhibit A. Yeah, I mean, we have a book podcast. Like, yeah. what, I don't know, <laughs> what else can you do to prove that we love books so much? Exactly. Walk into it's my bedroom. It's literally my job. Yeah, it's your job. It's my passion. <laughs> I wish I got paid to do this. Right. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, that being said, please recommend us to <laughs> <laughs> Literally anyone. An advertiser. <laughs> please. You know, someone who wants someone to advertise you know. our podcast? It'd be great. We'd do it. I mean, Hank's pe- customer refrigeration. I don't know the, <laughs> the, the dude from the office because I don't watch the office. I've never have, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it was like something custom refrigeration. Anyone, me. <laughs> someone <laughs> that will pay us. Anyone, please. But we enjoy doing what we're doing regardless yes. if we're paid or not. A hundred percent. I wish, but uh, <laughs> it would be nice. Yes, to supplement that income that I buy books with. Exactly, because they're expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's not getting any cheaper. Mm-mm. So that's a big bummer. Yeah. Um, do you, you have an audiobook library? I do. Um, where do you get your audiobooks mostly through? I do get them through Audible mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, just because that's where I've always had my subscription. Right. And I'd hate to get a, ugh, I'm the worst. And I don't want to get a subscription through another company or like stop getting Audible and start going through another company. And then like, something happen and I'm not I don't have access to them anymore oh god or you know I'd have to get used to doing it another way it sounds really bad Mm -hmm. but I've had like an audible subscription for like nine years that's a long time yeah Yeah, I have hundreds of audiobooks I do yes Mm -hmm. we've had this discussion before Mm -hmm. I know but I'm just like (laughs) it's a different episode I'm sorry (laughs) it's okay I'm sorry (laughs) yes I have hundreds of audiobooks on my digital shelf Mm -hmm. um 
Uh, well, not hundreds. I have 184. I thought I had I more. Mean, that's a lot, though. It is. And they're more expensive than the paperbacks and hardcovers sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but except if you have audio, you know, Audible, you get the monthly subscription. But that doesn't matter. Um, they're still expensive. Like they're expensive to make, and they're relatively expensive to purchase if you yes. just buy them outright. Yes. Mm-hmm. Depending on the book. So yes. 100%. That's, and I also get them through Libby and stuff like that, but that's mm-hmm. just temporary loans. So anything I purchase, I purchase through Audible. Yep. Unfortunately. Yeah, but that's just Jeffrey's the way it pockets. is, though. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know of one other company that you can buy audiobooks through, and yes. that's Libro FM. Yes. Right? Yeah, I think yes. that's it. Mm-hmm. And then there was that other one, and it was weird, and you get like, a monthly is it like scribd or is that yeah scribd was scribd i i get but i don't get at the same time right because you don't own them right so it's like you're renting them but it's supposed to be unlimited but it's not unlimited right and then there was another one that i talked about a few weeks ago even and i didn't understand it so i don't remember that one i don't know uh i obviously have hundreds of books in my kindle library Mm -hmm. i've also i probably had a Kindle books for 10 years, mm-hmm. probably. Um, I don't know, however long Kindle's been a thing. I haven't owned a physical Kindle. I've always had like a Kindle app on my phone because mm-hmm. that's very handy. But I, I think it's because I just bought a new Kindle that I, like, I have to read my Kindle all the time. Mm-hmm. Except for I'm at work. It's a new experience. Yes, I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if you can tell how many books are in your library. I think so. Because I would be curious. I, I would be curious, but I also don't want to know. Right. Also, before I leave today, you have to help me with my Kindle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if there's a way on your on your phone. I've read 14. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what? So I have 40 downloaded. I have 19 through Kindle Unlimited. I have 10 library loans, which I don't know what that means, but maybe, I don't know. I've read 161. I have 50, 575 books unread. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. Um, hmm. That's a lot of books that I own. That's almost as many physical books as I own. Yikes. <laughs> I, I want to unknow that. <laughs> On Kindle, I read two, two titles in 2019. 44 titles in 2020. Hey. 13 titles in 21. Two titles in 22. What did I tell you and that? And zero in 23. I went to more and then reading insights. Oh. Wait. Oh. Oh. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I read 35 in 2020. 29 in 2021. 54 in 2022 and 47 so far in 2023. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Wow. And 99% of the ones I read in 2020, the 44, mm-hmm. were graphic novels or manga. I like doing that on your on Kindle. It's easy. Yeah. And there's a lot of options. Oh, it even tells you what books you've read. Oh my God, that's so cool. It's like Sorry. wrapped. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm having a great time. <laughs> hmm. I don't have mine combined with Goodreads because I don't need everyone knowing what I read on on my Kindle app. (sighs) No, there's some books in there that no one needs to know about. Yeah. (laughs) 
But they do. I I have it connected to my Goodreads, and then it's like, oh, it marked that as currently reading. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, no. no, 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 no. How no, do no, I get no. rid of that? <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't have it linked. See, I'm getting to a point where I don't care anymore. Yeah, because I I I obviously love reading whatever books and mm-hmm. if people want to know that I'm reading a Viking Omegaverse book then go you know what if you don't care don't look at it but I read some really weird shit <laughs> no one needs to know about <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I have also kept books off my Goodreads and I was like no I don't need to mark that as I read it this no year one needs, I'm not gonna tell you what about I'm it not gonna it's gonna really great tell you what about it it's fine I'm fine we're all fine about it yeah <clears throat> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we would love to hear from you. Uh, I want to know how everyone like organizes. If you have physical yeah. books, I want to know how you organize them. Yeah. Mine are by genre, not by genre, Jesus Christ, <laughs> by author last name now. And while it kind of looks ugly because it's not a rainbow, but like it's better organized. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it looks okay. It's just and like, it's op- and books by the same author you typically yeah. look good together on Correct. the shelf. Right. So how does everyone else have their books organized? I, I would love to know. know because I'm a, I am a psycho. And I'm a chaos demon, so it's fine. Yep. Cool. Go us. <laughs> uh, we already asked you to recommend us to literally, literally anyone. anyone. <laughs> That's our answer for today. Anyone you want. Please. Uh, follow up the podcast so mm-hmm. that you can get notifications when we post new episodes every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central. We post every week. Every week. Like clockwork. No big deal. Even if I don't remember and then all of a sudden it's Monday night and I was like, oh shit. Oopsies. No big deal. That didn't just happen. It's crazy. No. Anyway. No, no. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Pages and Pages Pod. I usually eventually get to posting every week. <laughs> I did post on Tuesday this week, so that was great. Yeah. Um, there's been weeks that I post on Friday. It's fine. It's fine. It happens. It's fine. The podcast comes out regardless. Yes. Yeah. Even when Morgan's in the hospital, you never know. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the hospital, but you were I was the, at, at the, the hospital. hospital. Yeah. I was not in. You were at inside the hospital. <laughs> I wasn't hospitalized. <laughs> Correct. So I'll point that out. If you're confused, go back to the <laughs> previous episodes back in I May, June, been July. Hospitalized in a long time. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Not so like that. Sorry. Anyway, forget it. <laughs> Thank you like, so much for listening to us, and you have a great day. Bye. Bye. Ah, uh, bye. <laughs> I'm just. It's. <laughs>